my heart speaks so clean, but still I'm paralyzed by fear, and I lack in trust. This song is on the album as well, called Take Me Home. And it actually inspired the documentary, the title of the documentary that was made last year at the Mystery School. It's uh, not finished yet, but I'm sure it will be very beautiful. We're still working on it. And yeah, this is one of the this is the only song on the album that doesn't contain Course in Miracles lyrics. All the other ones contain workbook lessons. But as you can see in the documentary, while I was making the album, there was just so much stuff coming up. Once I said like, okay, I accept my part in this, it was like <laughs> just so much stuff that I had to just see and go through. Um, also a lot of stuff in just the form that was happening to me, like family and 
people that I cared about who died and a lot of stuff that was going on while I was making the album. Um, so, yeah, in that there's already like an, a second album <laughs> made <laughs> of just these type of songs that portray all my fears and all my doubts and all of the resistance um, that I think is also very I don't know, nice to hear that you know you're not alone whenever you're experiencing this darkness and I think yeah I, I sometimes I joke like I want to be just one of those people that know nothing about spirituality and like everything like sometimes I see those people and like it looks also fine you know and I just they're just going to their neighbors and having coffee and they're like chatting and it all looks so happy. <laughs> and I sometimes also feel like the more you're willing to look at your darkness, the more it comes up. <laughs> so, yeah. I think I showed a lot of willingness by accepting my part in this and it came, the gift to us, a lot of darkness. <laughs> but then again... Like I say in a documentary, seeing that it was never real. So it just gave me a chance to really shine upon everything that I thought was real and that was hiding. Because like you don't need to hide anything if it's not real. What do you need to hide? So the light came to shine upon it and to see that it was never even never even was there. I was always innocence. I was always love. I was always already perfect. But this is still sometimes for me, but I think for everybody, uh, just a journey, unwinding, unwind your mind back to God. Yeah. So I feel like sharing some more songs about that. And I already had a request for Guide Me. So I feel like doing that. Um, yeah, it's just nice to feel. I didn't prepare anything. I just really like to just surrender myself and just feel what what flows through. So even this is such a great practice for me to really see that I don't need to do anything because, like, when I became when I before I started, I told them like I was so tired and. Any minute I can get my period, and I'm like so emotional, and like, uh, <laughs> I want to sleep and watch a movie. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I don't need to do anything. I told Jason I'm going to sit in the back and watch the show. <laughs> that's how it feels. And I've noticed also in making my album, every time there would be this strain or this feeling of like, oh, I can't do this, is because I was feeling like I had to do something. And it says something like that in the course also, you know, like feeling anxious because you're trusting up on your own strength. And of course, it's obvious that you would feel anxious because there's nothing really that we can do. It was every time like that. <sighs> like, it, actually, it was so easy to make to make the, the, the CD. I will share more about that. But it was just my resistance towards the guidance. The guidance would come in and I would say, no, no, I can't do that. That's too much. Or I can't ask that or... And then I would do it on my own. I had a better plan. I always had a better plan. <laughs> do you recognize that? That you always know it better? You have a better plan? Until you can 
be in pain for a long time. I can, I'm very stubborn. I can be in pain for a pretty long time. And it comes up to a point that I'm like, oh, shit, I'm doing it again. Okay, I'm in pain because I'm trusting upon my own strength. And nothing is really going to happen when I'm trusting upon my own strength. So every time I would hand it over again, and I would finally listen to the guidance, it would be like, doors would open like within seconds, and it would just all flow through again. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sing now. Guide me from darkness to light. Oh, show me all that I'm trying to hide. Oh, guide me from illusion. To truth, oh, show me the path onto you. I still find it hard to hear only your voice, and every time I'm feeling down. I forget that such choice. Oh, I just want to see clearly. So give me your sight. I want to see with you, hear with you, feel the truth. Oh, guide me from darkness to light. Oh, God. 
some illusion so true. Workbook lesson. Hmm, I don't know which number, <laughs> but it's the it's the lesson. Let every voice but God's be still in me. And I'm feeling inspired to play it with the piano now. But you'll love the studio version as well. It has a lot of drums and it's a very happy happy beat. So it's a perfect perfect song for here in Mexico with all the colors and.
<sighs> yeah. That's why we're trying. <laughs> trying to only hear his voice. But you know the ego's voice always speaks first, speaks loud. <laughs> and it's very temptuous to listen to the voice of the ego wanting to be right. I have that a lot of times. <laughs> Nobody else has that here, right? Nobody. <laughs> Only me. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this next song I wrote when I was listening, not to the voice for God, <laughs> but to the voice of my ego. And I was like, wow. I was like, and I was like, going to the Holy Spirit, like, please replace my thoughts, replace my thoughts. I want to be at peace again. Because we all know that listening to the ego, uh, it just, it's very painful. It never feels good. So what we do is, yeah, step back again and ask for his view. Even if you really can't see it, I'll be like, okay, I'm really perceiving this person as such a so-and-so right now. <sighs> But I want to see his innocence because I want to see my own innocence. So please replace my thoughts. Let me see my innocence in his eyes. Away. 
be my guide today. inviting you all to just close your eyes for a second. And just feel whatever is going on for you right now. Just allow everything to be there. And just breathe. Relax. And just see if anything comes up, anything at all that is going on in your life right now that feels as, as a disturbance, as, as a grievance you're still holding against someone or against yourself. And just allow it to come up. And ask yourself if you're willing to see this different. And if you're not, that's fine. And you can hold on to it. It will not, probably not go anywhere. <laughs> but if you feel that, that you want to be at peace. And just imagine as if you're seeing the Holy Spirit, Jesus, or whatever symbol is useful for you in front of you with his arms wide open and so excited and happy to receive whatever it is that you are giving him. And just hand it all over, just like one big ball of shit. (laughs) 
just hand it all over. Just give it all to him, and he knows who you are. He doesn't, there's nothing too big for him. There's nothing too serious for him. There's nothing too guilty, too sinful for him. He knows that everything is just as innocent as anything else. He knows that you are only love and that you are still as God created you. And that that can never change. No matter what you think, no matter what you did or do or ever will do. And you can see that as you give everything to him, it doesn't even, it's not even there anymore. It, it, immediately it just transforms into light. It's like, like the sun that, that shines upon the darkness. The darkness vanishes immediately. And just allow his love to shine upon you. Allow his truth to shine upon you. Open up your mind. Open yourself for the memory of God and for the memory of who you truly are. And just let it wash all over you. I am the light of the world, that is my only function, that is why I am here. You are the light of the world, that is your only function, that is why you are here. We are the light of the world, that is our only function, that is why we are here. And just thank yourself for your willingness. song is called I'm not a body it's from the lesson I am not a body I'm free for I am still as God created me and some people might know it and you can sing along and if you don't know it it's very easy I'll sing the chorus first so you know how it goes and you can sing along and just choose your own tone wherever feels comfortable for you low high feels good. So it goes like this. I am not a body. I am free. For I am still as God created me. You can go a little higher if you want. I am not a body. I am free. 
sink in for a minute. Just feel that. Feel what that means. You are not a body. You're free. For you are still as God created you. God created you whole, perfect love, innocent, that can never be lost, can only be forgotten. And we're here to remember. Remember each other, and in that way, remember ourselves. For I am you, and you are me. And that's what it means to be truly helpful. to remember came to me about two weeks ago when I needed to remember that. It's called Wherever I Go. Love which created me is what I am. Amen, amen, 
seek no more. I'm coming home. Amen. Amen. It's been a long road, but now I truly know I'm not walking alone. I'm not walking alone. Cause everywhere I go, you open it up a little bit. I don't know if anybody has questions or wanting to share something. I might sing again later, but I feel like open it up. Is there anybody that wants to share something or that has a question? Hi. I was wondering, how do you okay. feel when this comes through you? How are you feeling when this is actually... Like when I'm writing the songs or yes. when I'm singing right now? No, when you're um, writing. Well, that's a good question. Um, I always say that I can't write songs <laughs> because they'll come to me. And it's almost like there's this little alarm bell in my belly that's like, oh, there's a song. So even 
with this song, I would wake up in the morning, I would feel that, I would tell my boyfriend, like, oh, there's a new song. Like, but it wasn't written yet, but I get so excited because I know, like, there's a song for me that I get to write down. So I would tell him, like, oh, there's a new song. He's like, oh, great, that's good for you. <laughs> like, how does it go? Yeah, it's not there yet. Um, so then if I have that feeling whenever I'm alone, most of the times whenever I'm alone and I have some quiet time, then it will just come through, and it just, it just, I don't, I, I don't really know how to describe the feeling, but it just feels like I'm in a sort of like a trance, but a lot of times I'm crying a lot, like while I'm writing the songs, because I find I'm so beautiful and so healing, and I feel like, for me, songwriting has become about listening very carefully, just really listening, um, yeah. The song is already there. So, and I I think that's I think it's with everything, everything that we're also like creating here in the form, you know, like when it's in the flow is it's mm, It's like the introduction of the chorus says that we're not here to seek for love because that's what we are, but we're here to seek to undo all the blocks that we build against experience of love and I think that's also with with everything it's it's you don't need to seek for the song but like like with just take away everything else it's like like with the statue of was it David where he's like the statue was already there right? I just had to undo all of the, the pieces that were in the way of of the statue so I don't know if that answers your question but it feels it feels good and it feels like this different kind of love when I'm in that state. It's just and even now as well, like the people that saw me before the concert didn't know I was like, oh, I don't wanna perform, I wanna I wanna watch a movie. <laughs> who did I who did I <laughs> I don't know who I told that to. <laughs> it's like I wanna watch a movie, I think I told did I tell you that? But it's just a, such a great reminder for me. It's really about stepping back and letting him lead the way. You don't need to do anything. The whole anxiousness comes from thinking that you need to do anything. We don't need to do anything. We just need to step back and let him lead the way. And when you, when you do that, and now I'm at this point where I'm so comfortable with that, that it really doesn't matter for me that when I'm so tired, I'm like, I don't have to do anything anyway, so whatever. <laughs> Yeah, so I think the more you do that, the more trust, the more you trust also that guidance, and the more you trust yourself that you're trusting the guidance in not needing to do anything, not needing to prepare anything, and to just really go with it and feel in the moment what feels guided to do. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your question. Anybody else? Something to share, to ask? I have a question. Yes, please. Um, when you sing, does that feel like you sing or like you're just listening yourself singing but you're not really trying? Because I, I put my, on myself so much pressure to sound good that I don't take any pleasure in singing. And I, I, this is so important for me. And I love music. And it evokes so much emotions, and I just feel like 
I don't know how to, you know, feel free to to sing from my heart. It feels like a huge block. I don't know how to step out of that. Thank you for your question. Thank you for sharing. I think the the voice, our our voice is 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 just so vulnerable. Like when you have an instrument that is not in your body, like a piano, and I'll ask someone of you, like, just play a little part of the piano. If you never play the piano, you'll just go like. Bah, bah, bah. Like, there's no shame in that. But if I'll ask you now to come up here and sing a song, there's so much shame in that because we're so identified. Like, that's our voice. That's our, like, again, it's that body identification. That's my voice. And it has to sound good and it has to sound perfect. And I think there's also really something so pure that in... And, and me and Emily, that's basically what our voice liberation retreat is going to be about. You can, there's so much stuff that can come up while, while you're singing and so good that you're already aware of that. And maybe we'll have some time while I'm still here to do a session together. I would really love that to do like a voice liberation session. session. Jeffrey had one and Zana and Andy. Wow, we made a beautiful song in that session. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a process. And I would basically, I would consider that when you're singing as a practice, like with any, it's just the same as with any other upset that would come up. So while you're singing, just be conscious of the thoughts that would come up. Like, I'm not good enough, or I'm this, or I'm that. And you just, it's, it's just forgiveness work. It's the same as any th any other upset that comes up. You can do the same thing while you're singing. But uh, I think we'll have time to do a session. I feel inspired to. So we'll we'll join on that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. <laughs> anyone? Anyone else? Thank you for being here and being willing to follow the guidance and share your voice and your inner voice with us um, and the wisdom that you've obviously gained from all the work you've been doing mm. and for the healing that I feel is happening right in this room for everyone, including mm. me, for sure. Thanks. Thank you. It's the meaning of my name, actually, inner voice. <laughs> yeah. It's Persian, meaning inner voice. Yeah. <laughs> Suits me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, anyone else feeling like sharing, asking a question? No? That's good, because I feel like singing. <laughs> 
Um, let's see. Maybe there's something from the from the Aya. Yeah, let's do that. I think I feel the love of God, because I do right now. <laughs> yeah, so I'll do a song with instrumental version. Then you get a little uh, preview of how the CD sounds. It's very great. So much beautiful people worked on it. Very professional musicians and just like, so many mighty companions that worked on this this project. And... Um, yeah, Emily already mentioned it's available in the book table. They're twenty dollars. I think that's what it was for hundred pesos or something. And um if you don't have a CD player, it's still a very beautiful product because it has all the lyrics in it. And the artwork actually is made by the Dutch translator of the Course in Miracles. So that was also a beautiful collaboration. And um, there are also cards there with my website on it. So if you rather have a download, a downloaded version, you can also get that on the website. And it will also come with the booklet, but just as a PDF. So you can still sing along. And then for maybe there are people coming to the Strawberry Festival, you can practice hard. And then when you're coming to the festival, <laughs> you can just belt it out. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, yeah, I feel like maybe doing one more song, but I don't know. But this is uh <laughs> this one is I feel the love of God. Yeah. Uh, can you play it again? Because it starts right away. Father, I do not know the way to you, but I have called. And you have answered me. I will not interfere. Salvation's ways are not my own, for they belong to you. And it's until you I look for them. My hands are open to receive your gifts. Yours is the way that I would find and follow. Yours is the way that I would find and follow. I feel the love of God within me now. I feel the love of God within me now. I feel the love of God within me now. I feel the love of God within me now. I feel the love of God within me now. Father, I have no thoughts I think apart from you and cherish. No beliefs of what I am or who created me. I will not interfere. Salvation's ways are not my own, for they belong to you. 
and it's on to you. I look for them. My hands are open to receive your gifts. Yours is the way that I would find and follow. Yours is the way that I would find and follow. I feel the love of God within me now. I feel the love of God within me now. I feel the love of God within me now. I feel the love of God within me now. I feel the love of God within me now. I feel the love. I feel the love. I feel the love. I feel the love of God. Oh, within me now. I feel the love. I feel the love. I feel the love. I feel the love of God. God within me now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Maybe one more, though. <laughs> I hope there's one more. So that's a song that you saw in the documentary that I had a lot of struggles with. Um, let me put this up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a funny story. <laughs> I was recording this documentary because I felt like um, I just really wanted to give people an insight of the process and not just show like, oh, the life has come. It's also love and light. But just have people see, like, no, the darkness, you got to go through that as well and to not just deny that and pretend like I'm so enlightened and it all just, poof, and then it was there. Um, so I asked a friend of mine, very talented, to make the documentary. And so I told her what kind of documentary I wanted. I told her, like, I really want to show the darkness as well. And... Um, she came for the first time, so she went along on a studio session. So that was the first time we shoot it. And before I would go to the studio, I would always pray and ask Jesus, what song would you have me sing today? And I knew this song was a very hard song. And we was only like in the beginning of recording. I had maybe done recorded. Oh, <laughs> I, I maybe, I thought like, I'm a little, a little softer. Um... <laughs> It's like, why is my voice? Like, why do I have to? Okay. <laughs> Did everybody hear, heard what I said, though? Yeah? So I was in the beginning of recording. I've, I've only recorded maybe four songs or so when she came to the studio session to record the first shooting of the documentary. So I heard... Um, God is the love in which I forgive. You need to sing that one. And the, the instrumental wasn't even finished. We didn't even record the piano, the official piano parts. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> and it's like, very sure, yes. God is the love in which I forgive. You need to sing that song. It's like, okay. I was feeling very insecure about it because I thought it was a very hard song. 
but still I trusted the guidance. So I went in the studio and I started singing and she was filming and it just didn't go good at all. Like I, I couldn't even go past the first verse. Like my whole voice would just block and after 30 minutes I would hear like you're done. I was like, you're done. I didn't even finish the song. And it was like so clear, you know, you're done. So I told Tony, my producer, said, I think I'm done. He was like, yeah, I think you're done too. <laughs> like, this is not going to work today. So I was like, hmm, okay, weird. Like, is it, was it a wrong, like, didn't I listen good? Or what, what is, what's this about? And I felt guided to go outside and go to the park and just talk about what happened. So I sat down, and so she put on the camera, and she asked, like, okay, what just happened? And I just started crying. And I was like, like, everything you're seeing in the documentary, it was a lot more. I thought, like, let's cut it out a little bit before people think I'm going to kill myself. So, like, all of this stuff came up. And I was like, wow. So I, my intention was to portray the darkness but, like, how can you just, you can't just film it, like, okay, show your darkness, you know? So it, it was just so funny to me to see that the guidance was so on point that Jesus guided me to do this song, knowing that I was not ready for this song, knowing that a lot of shit would come up by singing this song. So it was just so funny. And then I even say in that interview, we didn't put it in the documentary because it was a lot more nice in real life than on camera but I even said like okay it all comes down to eventually to seeing that Jesus has your back and I walk back to the studio and I see this huge Jesus statue like right behind of me like we never saw it I live in Holland I never seen a Jesus statue ever there I live in a big city never never see we were joking about seeing a noom with a butt plug this those type of things it's a, that's a whole different story. There's a huge gnome <laughs> with a butt plug. A gnome <laughs> with a butt plug, like, right in the center. Totally crazy. But those is the kind of things that you will see in Rotterdam. You won't see a Jesus. But there was a big Jesus statue. And my, even my producer never had seen it. And he walked over there, like, so many times. He had never seen it. It's, like, right there. So it was, like, such a funny, just, I had, like, so much of those funny encounters like he's like got you here's your darkness for your documentary <laughs> so only two months later i could um record the song it turned out very beautiful so much ease when i was singing it then i just took six takes and i was just singing it from the beginning to the end all in one time and it was so easy for me so yeah i had those two months to really work through all of the stuff that came up for that song, and then when I sang it again, it was just, yeah, very beautiful. So, let's do the song. <laughs> God doesn't forgive, for he has never condemned. 
Forgiveness is the great need of this world. It is a world of illusions. Fear condemns and love forgives. It undoes what fear is produced. Returning the mind to God. God is the love. God is the love in which I forgive myself. God is the love. God is the love in which I forgive myself. God is the love. God is the love. God is the love in which I forgive. Hmm. No fear is possible in the mind, beloved of God. There's no need to attack us. Love is forgiving me. Forgiveness is the need by which I recognize my innocence. I forgive myself. God is the love. Oh, God is the love in which I forgive myself. God is the love. God is the love. God is the love. In which I forgiveness is reflecting God's love on earth. It will bring me near enough to heaven that the love of God can reach down to me and raise me to my home. Oh, God is the love. God is the love in which I forgive myself. God is the love, oh God is the love, in which I forgive myself. Oh God is the love, in which I forgive myself. God is the love, God is the love in which I forgive. Thank you.
Beautiful, beautiful. Well, too, some background on this, too. Some of you don't know that uh, some time ago, I guess it was, Netta took, Netta hitchhiked from the Netherlands down to South Africa through uh, Europe and I guess Turkey and, and all the way down through the Middle East and then down there. So, you know, the, a lot of times I think when people think about spirituality, they think about affirmations and they think about um, go to the light, go to the light and so on and so forth. But I think that's what was so beautiful about the concert today is you really touched upon how you have to go through the darkness and joking that you were going to name name your album. <laughs> you know, what was it? In, the darkness has come. Yeah. Because that's, I think that's just authentic spiritual awakening. You have to really face whatever comes up. And I remember when I just used to watch um, different documentaries and, and watch different historical things about different religions and philosophies and everything and different theologies, I used to say, there's something missing in organized religion. There's something missing in all these different theologies. And what's missing is the acknowledgement of the unconscious. You know, we had to have Sigmund Freud come along and then Carl Jung and, and basically psychology... It was there. You could find it through the mythologies and, you know, it was talked about in many different ways. And even in the Bible, you can go through Bible verses, you can find it. But it was seemed to be missed by a lot of religions. And then, therefore, they got into morality, the do's and the don'ts. Do, do, do this and you'll go to heaven. And, and uh, if you do, do, do that, you'll go to hell. And very much dualistic and just... Uh, you know, it's the masses, it's like mass hypnosis is of duality. You know, heaven and hell, the yin and the yang. And there's so many uh, versions of this duality thinking. And just how honored we all are to be able to start to face the shadows, face the darkness, be there for each other. Really be there as a loving, supportive friend to just let the darkness arise and uh, and play this music and and allow whatever comes up just like Netta did you know to to play it and then to be with it and I find that this is really a great demonstration of authentic spirituality that we have to face whatever we have denied face whatever we have hidden or repressed We've been playing hide-and-seek for a millennium, and it's time that Ollie Ali Income Free, it's time to uh, come home and come back to the light. So to me, this is what it's about. And, and I do remember, I think um, I was over in Europe doing a, like a 10-country tour through Europe, and I forget exactly which country we were Denmark. We were in Denmark, and and I think you sent me a message maybe on WhatsApp, or Facebook, and and then you started sending me these 
songs that were just coming through, like, oh, that's coming through, and just record the song with the piano and send it. And I was traveling with like, how many, six or seven of us? We were a big group of us traveling all over Europe to get ready to launch down to South Africa and do a tour through South Africa because they, they were so afraid in South Africa with their low currency rate that they said, you'll never be able to make it down here. We can't afford to buy you a ticket. I said, oh, I'll go through Europe and scoop up some euros and I'll, I'll buy some tickets for all of us to come down there and we'll take a tour through South Africa. But Netta started sending me the songs it was kind of amazing on WhatsApp. They came through crystal clear, but just that. And then, and I think there was a communication too about, you know, I feel like you're to help me get this out to the world and the course uh, community because these songs um, you know, are just so directly from spirit and there are those that have the ears to hear and are ready to all get into a, I am not a body chant like we did here. It's not typical. Not your mainstream voice of Holland. <laughs> okay, everybody, I am not a body. I mean, it's like, it's not going to happen. But but with the spirit, you know, coming through and, and uh, trusting and just going for it, it's just been amazing. And then also, you know, it's like... Um, it, it, there can be a reaction and a resistance to the the Christian terminology. You know, when you grow up in an environment and you know you've got Persian influences, your name and all this and this, and then all this Christian language, Father and Holy Spirit and Son of God, and you know the masculine uh, terminology in the course. It's just beautiful because. That's also can be a part of the resistance to just fearing the love and fearing the light, but also there can be associations in the mind like, am I really singing this? And it's like, how is this going to look? And I've had people where I've been out on the road and we'll just, one time I was with a friend of mine, we went to a Japanese uh, Zen meditation garden, big one over in San Francisco, and and all of a sudden... She was an amazing singer, songwriter, and had a beautiful voice. And I said, why don't we do a music video, a spontaneous one on this one? Well, wow, we can't do that. Oh, no, no. I had my friend Thomas with me, and he was great with the camera. And and then some uh, a couple friends, and they had a little boy, Milo, the son. And we went, and we made a music video. And Thomas put together a great music video and then we used her recording studio recording of the song and with all the images and we put together a music video in in like uh, four hours um, and then of course the editing and post-production but but that's the joy of of what Netta was talking about at the very beginning about that's the most important thing to get about spirituality is relax be in the moment, be natural, and just open your mind to this idea that you don't have to do anything. Spirituality is not a, a production, and you're not a product. You are a being. You are a perfect, innocent, pure being of love and light. And you don't have to think or do or say or make anything to be who you are. And it seems like the toughest lesson to learn with all this conditioning of time and and fitting in, finding your niche and 
supporting yourself and all the things that that is part of the the conditioning and yet um this is a great example about how Jesus will use whatever skills and abilities you have, and that's whatever, and will just take them and lift them up to glorify God and glorify the Creator and glorify who you really are, who the I am presence that, that we all are. And, and it doesn't really take preparation. It just takes willingness, I think. That's what I know is it took willingness to hitchhike you know, from the Netherlands down there, and you didn't know what was going to come on that adventure. She's already told me today she did some hitchhiking here in Mexico already. Well, it's a long hike, but oh, little help coming in there. You need a ride? Okay. So, but there's a trust with that. There's a trust to hop into somebody's car. And I, I remember when I was traveling around the United States and Canada for many, many years, um, I remember it was like Spirit was doing the driving. There'd be a hitchhiker walking, and I noticed the car swerving over, and I'd be, oh, here we go, a hitchhiker. And uh, I had a tiny little three-cylinder car, a little gold three-cylinder car, and packed full of my stuff for, like, weeks on the road, and then picked up this hitchhiker, and we're chatting and talking, driving along the road, and he's like, there's another guy I keep crisscrossing with. There he is over there. Pull over. So then I've got two hitchhikers and all my stuff in this little three-cylinder stick shift, and we're driving along, and and then we're driving along, and we come over, and we look, and there was a man maybe about 65 years old on the side, and he's praying. He's like, please, he giving him, please, pretty please pick me up. And I just looked in the car, and I'm like, one over there, one there, packed stuff in the back, and there was a pile of clothes behind me in, in this little bucket seat. So I rolled down the window, looked at the third hitchhiker, and I said, if you can get your body into the vehicle and actually close the door, <laughs> you can come with us. And this guy opened the door, I leaned forward, he went and laid his body on top of the clothes that was behind my bucket seat and right where you stick shift, his little head was over here. He goes, I'm in, close the door. So, I mean, I rode with these three guys on the highway. I think I was out in Oregon or Washington State or something, driving along. We were just having so much joy, squeezed into this car, like how many... People, can you get into a Volkswagen Beetle? I'm like, here we go. This is a, a, a Sprint, I think, or Spirit. This is Spirit, I think it was the name of the, the car. And we're in this thing. And, we, and so finally we went, I don't know, 75 miles or something. I don't even know how they could s stand to be. And I said, listen, there's a rest area and a campground. I'm going to spring for showers <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we had the windows rolled down. But, you know, it's like an adventure. If you just give yourself over to the Spirit, everything and everyone will come to you that you need to forgive, to have no judgment, to have no concern, to be welcoming, to be loving, to be trusting, to be open-hearted, to be open-minded. What a beautiful 
gift just to have an open mind free of judgment where you just welcome everything and everyone that comes into your experience so and i just am so grateful yeah this is what a way to kick it off tonight thank you netta thank you and i was i put it on facebook live so we had a we had a nice global audience and hearts flying all over and all kinds of things. I I was like listening to the music and looking down and seeing people come on and hearts flying all over the place. And that's what it is. It's like a global celebration of love, of glory to the Creator. And that's all we're here to is to be joyful, to be celebratory, and to be the spirit that we really are. And remember that. It's about about bringing the darkness to the light. You know, that's really what the Course is about, bringing the illusions to the truth. That's how you heal. And even though a lot of us have heard about affirmations and all is one, all is God, all is love, da, 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 you know, all those great songs from the 60s that the hippies were singing and chanting, it's, Jesus says in A Course in Miracles that his healing approach is from the bottom up. And so... Um, Imagine if Jesus had just come 2,000 years ago and said, God is love, I am love, all is one. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And poof, he just disappeared. It would, it wouldn't, we wouldn't have uh, much in the Bible. We wouldn't have a New Testament. It's like, as a footnote, disclaimer, there was a freaky guy with long hair who said some crazy things, and then he disappeared, and yeah, nobody paid any attention. Actually... He spent three years of public ministry seemingly healing the sick, raising the dead, and preaching and demonstrating, you know, and showing the fruits. You shall know them by their fruits. It was the, it was the witness of all that gentleness and that love and in everyday actions uh, that was important. And also he would take so much time to be with the apostles, be with the people, to really go deep as much as they could, he would say, for those that have the ears to hear, let them hear. And oftentimes he would often parables, and it's like, take from it what you're ready to hear. Because it was so deep. Teachings were all about the kingdom of heaven, and everybody's like looking around, you know, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Everyone's like, <laughs> you know, most of the people back then, you know, were, you can only imagine the people that would deal with the course for 10, 20, 30 years are looking at their hands, reading the same thing that people have read for many centuries, just going, okay, if you say so. But actually, you know, when we use movies and music and all kinds of things to get in touch with it, that's what the Voice Liberation Workshop will be about too. I think there's like 20, 21 people who have signed up out of 30. So, But it's going to... When Netta was... Uh, there last year at our mystery school, yeah, there was just some amazing healings that took place. And some of you are in the room. Soren, oh my gosh, the footage of you and Netta together. And wow, it's just precious. Um, I can give you a preview because... You've got a preview. Well, I meant a verbal preview. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're <Just> prepared. <laughs> an example of their work because it's so amazing that like Soren was, you know, everyone wants to be in the light, so he's practicing, I trust these people, I trust God. And that is like, 
I don't feel you singing, you know, and he's, and all of a sudden she says, why don't you say I don't trust them, meaning brothers, and he's like, okay, he's like, and he just lets out the most beautiful, like, I don't trust them at all, you know, just like, it's, it's so beautiful, because it was authentic for where he was at, that's bottom up, so it was kind of cool. Yeah, I think, and it's like a lot of spirituality and philosophies and religions, it's a little bit of sugarcoating, you know, God is so loving and sweet and everything, and and yet um, the darkness has to arise, and and the Spirit will use that to take us beyond. We have to go beyond. We, we can't really understand the laws of chaos that made this world, but we can go beyond them. We can be carried beyond them with guidance. And so to me, that's so precious. And for me, listening to music, I listen to so many thousands and thousands of hours of music. The course was helpful. The thousands of hours of listening to music and letting the tears and the emotions just come shooting up like a volcano. And then the movies, you know, it was like those three. It was a triple triple whammy to go. <laughs> to wash the ego using the things that I really was interested in because I like movies and I like music and and I even the course it was like wow it's it's in English my gosh and it's I was raised Christian it used the psychological terms I studied psychology in undergrad and grad and and Shakespearean blank verse ooh it just seemed to have everything ooh ooh you know me. <laughs> but, right, he's like, oh, yeah, more than you even know. This is just one aspect, and then we'll do the music aspect, then you'll do the movie aspect, and we're going to clean out your soul, clear out your consciousness with all the things that you enjoy. So I've got your attention, now I'm going to keep your attention. And it's not going to be like pulling teeth or... You know, woe is me, and you know all kinds of a painful struggle. I'm going to use the things that he said. I know your ego structure, so I know what you prefer, and I'm going to use what you prefer to take you beyond preferences, beyond what you prefer. <laughs> you know, we think we're driving the car, and then before you know it, it's like we're a passenger, <laughs> and before you know it, we're being taken in an adventure that we have no idea about, so it's cool. So, well, what a fun evening. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>